Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. Tonight I'm joined by Naji Kara. Hello. Gareth Ellis. Hello. And Paul Hope. Hi, everyone. Right. So, fellas, the mm -hmm. season is only a few days away. Mm -hmm. I reckon that uh, all Niner fans everywhere are going to be really excited for this season. So this is going to be the season preview. Um, we'll do our normal annual bold predictions, which <laughs> are supposed to be really bold, ridiculously bold. Um, I, th I think we are going to hit the hit the spot there with ridiculously bold. Um, yeah. But, yeah, let, let's just discuss this season and what we expect or what we'd like to see this season, um, given what's happened last season and the season before. No injuries. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that's what we can talk, you know, record. We can talk, you know, uh, achievements and you know, where we're going to end up and all that. But I think if we can just have a, one clean season, it'd be a relief. We don't have to sigh on Sunday because somebody's gone out for injury again. You know, that that, that was just so demoralizing, wasn't it? Mm. It just it just took the fun off. Because because if you're competitive and you lose a game, it, you know, it's heartbreaking, but it's kind of the nature of the sport, right? You, you lose, you lose, it happens. But the fact that we couldn't even be competitive was just... It felt like the Tom Sula year where we're like watching the game, but like we kind of know that we're not going to win. And I, I remember those times where like second quarter, I'll just swap to a game that was a little bit more interesting and then catch whatever highlights. Or, you know, I just don't want that again. Um, but yeah, for sure, that, that's number one, definitely. <laughs> An enjoyable season full of, you know, excitement and gut wrenching moments where it's going to be tight and close. So. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, Paul, you're, you're with me on this, aren't you? Oh, 100%. 100%, mate. It's uh, like you said there, we all... I was watching Good Morning Football today and they were talking about Borsa going down and second week last season, we just... You could just feel it in the group. Like you said, getting yourself up for the games. Like we were just talking before we recorded there what, what we're looking forward to. You know, First two weeks of the season, we've got two six o'clock games. Straight away, you think, yes, six o'clock games. Detroit, Philadelphia. We were, like Lee said, making our bold predictions. I'm very excited, though, Najee, to hear Gareth's bold predictions because I think oh, he I may have wait. upped the ante this yeah. week, this year. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. I absolutely can't wait. <laughs> well, no pressure then, obviously. <laughs> no pressure. What about any, you, Gareth? Uh, any... Yeah, anything, Gareth. That's not obviously record-wise or anything no, team-wise, maybe. It, it was just so disappointing last season to to not be able to see what this team can do. Uh, yeah. And the roster's better. We've we've got the receivers. We've we've got the players that Shanahan's been been trying to build for for three or four years. And there, there's always been something that, yeah, the injuries just kind of took it away. And and you're trying to do that scheme with with third and fourth and, and practice squad players i just want to see what we can do with all of the pieces uh on the field for the majority of the season uh, you know there will be injuries it's the nfl everybody loses someone but last year to lose 
by third or fourth week, you know, two or three best players of the offense and two or three best players off the defense was, as as you've said, we just, you know, we don't want that. We, I just want to see what the team can do. And like you said, Nadji, you know, if we if we get beaten by a better team, if we lose because of our own mistakes, fine. But but just to have that chance to see what this team can do. It's, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, uh, I've got some exciting predictions um, and I just can't wait for the season to start. What about you, Lee? We've not heard from you. No, I mean, I'm just going to echo what uh, you've all said so far. Um, ideally, injury-free. Never, ever happens. We, we're going to get an injury, just as long as we don't get as many injuries as last season. Um, I think we definitely have a much better roster than the 2019 season when we got through the Super Bowl. Definitely. So, you're right, it's going to be really exciting to actually see them in full speed, all of them on the field at the same time. It's a just going to be amazing. And the addition of Alex Mack, I keep on saying this, I think that was huge. I think that was a fantastic addition. I think it's going to completely change the way our O-line looks. Um, he's definitely going to help out the likes of Brunskill and McGlinchey. McGlinchey putting on the extra uh, weight with um, the extra muscle. I don't think he's going to be as difficult to um, push off the ball. Or he's going to be more difficult to push off the ball. Sorry. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays because obviously, I mean, last season in pass protection, he was rubbish, to be honest. Um, but again, run protection, and that's what he's there for. He was basically the highest ranked uh, right tackle in the game as far as run protection is concerned. And, and that's why we have him there. Our run game is just going to be ridi- ridiculous. Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon, I think, potentially might beat out Mustard by the end of the season for that number one running back slot. So that's going to be an interesting an interesting battle to watch. Game-wise, I think the game that I'm most looking forward to seeing, I, I don't think it's because they're going to be particularly competitive, but the game I'm most look, looking forward to seeing is the Bears game, purely because Justin okay. Fields is going to be there. And I think by the time we get to the Bears, I think Andy Dalton, that's it, he's out the door. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I understand why they're not going to play Justin Fields straight away. Exactly the same reason we're not going to play Trey Lance. He needs to sit and he needs to learn. But you've seen him in preseason so far. He looks far better than Dalton. I, I think by the time we get to the Bears game, which is week seven, week eight, week seven, week seven, I, I think Justin Fields yep. is going to be starting for the Bears. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually looking forward to watching the Jets play as well, even though we don't play them this season. Yeah, I'm looking forward too. to seeing Zach Wilson because everything I've yeah, seen absolutely. of Zach Wilson so far, he is absolutely fantastic. And I like good quarterbacks. I do. I've said it before. People might hear it for the fact, but I, I like watching Russell Wilson. I, th- I think he's a really good quarterback. He's an exciting quarterback to watch. Um, and I like that sort of thing. Um, this year, again, we don't go up against the Steelers, but it's, there's a very good chance that this is going to be Big Ben's last season. Um I'd like him to do well, but not too well. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how he plays because he's been given a few new pieces as well. Um, the number one piece being Najee Harris. So he's got a run game again. He's, he's got a running back who can basically set the NFL alight. So that's going to be interesting as well. From a 49er perspective, um, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to give you an idea of um, the win loss ratio yet because we'll get to that in my ball predictions. 
um, even though I've given it away the last two podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's change drastically. Like, I think we know where you go yeah, that one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so how do we want to do this? Do you, do you want to actually pick out some games that you're looking forward to watching or do you want to go straight into the bold predictions? No, I think that's that's a good idea. I didn't think of it, but yeah, I I'm I'm looking forward to the Packers again because um, we've beat them three times in a row. Uh, well, apart from last year, I don't count really last year or anything because we didn't even have wide receivers, so <laughs> there was a, there was a tall order uh, to to win that game. But you know, the the when we are that team complete, and I think that's the proper real first test of what the season is going to be like or not for us. I think that that game is going to kind of set a course for the rest of the season and I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Also I I think it's our first primetime game. And yeah. is it in Levi as well? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is the yeah, the red ninety four throwbacks as well. Yeah, that uh, game, yeah that's so. it. Yeah, that that's it. That was it. I was I was getting to that. The New Jersey probably gonna be the the saloon font in the end zone and all that. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because like I I think we we can talk about it. The two first game are a must wins, and if, if if we don't win those games, something very wrong must have happened. I think, um, and then and then the Packers game is going to be extremely interesting because, well, they had two thirteen and three season, and you know they went to the the NFT Championship twice in a row. So uh, so they're a good team, and yeah, as I said, I think it's going to set the course for where where we are as a team, and we will either shoot up the power rankings after that game or or drop a few spots. I reckon so. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and it's it's not that far away. Uh, but I mean, obviously, I'm always always looking uh, forward to any game. But the Titan games as well is kind of interesting to me because we don't usually play uh, teams like the Titans, which are kind of they're good, but they're also not. It's they're very hard to to gauge, and it's an AFC uh, opponent. Obviously, we're we're playing other AFC before that, but. I don't know if it's a real, you know, I think the Colts are still kind of in disarray and uh, uh, obviously the Jags have got rookies everywhere. Uh, so so the Titans is going to be a test against against the AFC that I'm, I'm looking forward to. So so there's that. Paul, any particular game? Yeah, I think, like like you said, Najee, you've just said there about the Green Bay game. We've got Green Bay, mm. Seattle, Arizona. That three-week stretch, like you said there, we're either going to shoot up the power rankings um, yeah. I said off air, I think every UK NFL fan, you get to this week and you think, right, what annual leave do I need? What late days do <laughs> I need? Um, and it's when you speak to other other fans, I uh, got a, an old colleague coming down on Sunday to watch the Detroit game with me because he's a long-suffering Detroit fan. I think he's the only fan who I haven't seen say his team going 17 and all. We've got the tailgate on Sunday night, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you said there you look on this the Gowland Bowl, twenty eighth of November. How can we not be all looking forward to that? And like you said, it's just this week I'm so excited. My I'm sorry, I'm on the same page as Lee. I think we're going all the way, undefeated. Optimism's at an all time high. Don't, don't you, be Gareth, giving any... away my ball prediction, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Gareth? Any games on the list that you're particularly looking forward to? I think uh... I'm going to sound a bit like a broken record. I think, yeah, Packers, that first that first primetime game, see where we are. As you said, we, you know, we've got to expect to win those first two games. Um, and early in the season, you can make a few mistakes and we should have enough to overcome those, uh, where those two teams 
are in their sort of development at the moment. Um, definitely the meetup um, Vikings game wasn't one that hugely stood out to me until it was the meetup. And I think, you know, that's uh, that's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, and definitely the Titans. I think at that point of the season, it's uh, early, early Christmas Eve. I think that will start, mark the beginning of my, my proper holiday spirit. And uh, yeah, it, interesting matchup. Yeah. And we should both be, we're hoping, both those teams are going to be chasing a number one seed at that time. So it should yeah. be a competitive competitive game um and then of course always uh the lambs and the uh and the hawks and the, and the cardinals are always always there to look forward to but yeah gowl and bowl has got to be at the top always mm-hmm. so yeah, so I've, I've kind of got a i've got a prediction about that weekend i, I don't think you could call it the bowl prediction does it involve um, fireball? sorry <laughs> involve fireball well, well that's not Probably. really a prediction i mean that's fact Fireball's going to be trying that night, regardless of what happens. I've had a look at the Week 12 um, schedule, and the three teams that are playing at 9 and the one that's at 1 o'clock, out of those, so the 1 o'clock game, the uh, the Sunday night football, is the Seahawks against Washington. I think come Week 12, I think the Rams-Packers will be flexed into that Week 12 primetime slot, so they'll kick off right. at uh, 20 past 1. Um, the Seahawks and Washington will start at uh, 25 past 9 or 5 past 9. And I think the game that will be shown live on Sky because of the Rams Packers being flexed will be the Niners-Vikings. Well, that would work well for us, wouldn't it? It would in, work in well regard. for us. It yeah. would work very well. That's a good shout, that. So it's, it's not exactly a bold prediction, but I can definitely see that happening. Obviously, it all depends on what the records are like. It, by that yeah, stage yeah. of the season, um, the Packers might have imploded, and the Rams might have been found out. Who yeah, knows? True. But you, you look at them, and, and they're both heavily favoured to make the playoffs. Whereas the two teams that are in prime time, um, I think everybody's got the Seahawks sneaking in by the wild card, <laughs> as yeah. they have with us as well. Um, yeah. But I think it, it just makes sense that that game's probably going to get flexed. So I mean, it is possible also that. Depending on the record, if the Vikings do, you know, turn to be quite good, which they could be, uh, I think, and the Packers implode, that game could be flexed to 1 a.m. So uh, if, you know, if if we're, what is it, week 12? If we're 10 and whatever, or 12 and 0, and the Vikings are 10 and 2, it'll be, it'll be flexed. I think. Yeah, I've got but, to yeah. say, I'll be good at, if it's the 49ers Vikings game, that's flexed. Yeah, yeah. You'll be crowded around the little screen watching it in some hotel rooms that we've all booked rather than. Yeah. No, I think I I'll mean, be straight off the Groves and the Casino. We know the yeah, we know I mean, the show to be fair, I think the chances are quite low because we've got so many primetime games already before That's that, right? Because we've got the yeah. we got the Packers, the Colts, uh, and then the Rams as well. Uh on on primetime. So that would have been already free, so I'm yes. sure. So we already yeah. scheduled with the maximum of five primetime games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would have to drop one to do that one, which yeah. might, not, might not happen. Yeah. Right. So let's get into season's predictions. Um, I think we may as well go with Gareth, because Gareth's got like 327, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's just start by saying that I, I've been banned from doing any no, sort of no, exercise no. that I, uh, you haven't that, been banned. 
that requires. I, I won't talk about Robbie Gould. Let's let's say let's say that. Now. But if you're going to make a prediction, <laughs> make it for the Rams or the Seahawks. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I shall do that. <laughs> okay, do you want to fire away, Gareth? Do you want to give us your your biggest? In fact, no. Let's go from your, your most doable bold prediction to your most outlandish bold prediction. Well, so, some of my predictions that include just sort of season record. Um, right. Do you want to start with something like that, and I'll I'll stick my neck out there for, straight away. Yeah, it's sure. not bold. Fourteen and three. I think that's very uh, uh, very achievable. I think the the bolder part of that is that we will go five and one in the division, and the only game we'll lose will be to the Cardinals. So I reckon we're going to sweep the Rams and the Seahawks. Nice. A little nice. bit bold. So do you want to let us know who the other two defeats are against? Sorry, the one defeat against Cardinals. Oh, the other, the other two. Yeah. Uh, I think it will be like randomly someone like the Falcons at the end of the season. Um, and I think, yeah, one of the, uh, you know, maybe the Packers or, or the Colts might might sneak a win over us. Yeah. I was actually going to say kind of the same. I had I had 14 and 3 in mind. Um and then, yeah, losing one to the to the Cardinals in their place because we always seem to struggle there. Yeah. Um, and I can, yeah, I consider the Colts game being being kind of tight and a difficult game that they scrape by on a on a kick and we lose by three points or something like that. And then yeah, one towards the end where maybe even the last Rams game, I think we could potentially lose because we're already, you know, Trey's playing and and Fred and Dre and all, all the starters are resting and and we lose that one. Um, I could see, I could see that happening. We beat them in yeah. backup last year. We did. That's mm. true. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> what about uh, so season predictions from anyone else, uh, as in a uh, uh, regular season record? This is a record. Paul, what you got? Uh, well, <laughs> I started off at seventeen and all, like like all bold and brash <laughs> and. Like Brian Davis, get the brass awarded. Um, I'm torn between 14 and 3 and 13 and 4. So I think I'll stick my neck out and say 13 and 4. I don't necessarily know which of the four. I just, like you said, they're looking at the schedule. We've got some difficult games. We always tend to struggle against Arizona. Like Gareth said, the Falcons surprises a couple of years ago. So I'd be happy with 13 and 4, winning the division, getting into the playoffs and going from there. We all know Lee's going to say 17 and all, so I'll just hand over at that point, Lee. <laughs> go on, then. Go on, then. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we will go 17 and all. Ooh. I, th- I think there's the potential there for us to end up being 15 and two. The, the two teams that concern us are the Titans in Tennessee and the same as um, Gareth, the Cardinals. I just feel as though the Cardinals might uh, turn us over one of the games. And strangely enough, I don't think they'll be down in Arizona where they beat us. I think they'll be at Levi's. I, I, okay. I don't know why, but that, that's just the feeling I've got. Um, but that, that's the concerns I have. So maybe it's 15 and 2, but no, we've gone 17 and 0. Nobody's yeah. beaten us this season. Didn't nice. want to steal your thunder, mate. That's why I left it there. I thought it was come better from you, from the president of the group, going seventeen and all, banging See, that drum. The, the the thing is with the Rams game at the end, I, I hear what you're saying about resting players, but if yeah. the Rams are as good as everybody's saying they are, and they're there, they're, they're still in contention to get the number one seed from mm. potentially us. 
Yeah. No, nobody's going to be resting starters because that yeah, number one it, seed is crucial. Yeah, it is. You're right, but I think it stems from the fact that I don't think they're going to be good. Um, um, I just losing their, de- their defensive coordinator to the Chargers, and they've lost so many defensive players, good ones, very good ones. Um, I just don't think you can, you know, have a defense that plays the whole season on two players, which is, you know, Donald and and Ramsey. But because that's what everybody seems to think, that the defense is going to be at least as good as they were last year. And it's usually, you know, in, it's very hard to replicate uh, having a good defense year in, year out, the amount of turnovers they had and everything. Um, and, and as we saw, I, they're one injury away from from just imploding because they don't have any money to bring anybody in. And they're relying on people like Dish and Jackson, which has always been injured. And and we ultimately don't know what, you know, Matthew Stafford is going to bring. And is, is it an upgrade on Jared Goff? Yes. Is it going to be an upgrade on the first year? Maybe not. You know, Jared Goff was playing pretty well for a couple of years. So I don't know. I just, I don't think the Rams are going to be, in contention by week 17, 18, whatever it is. Yeah, I just, I just, I can see them losing a few games and then there's a lot of hot-headed people over there and I, I can see the, the whole ship kind of crashing in flame, which would be very nice to watch. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, is is my bold prediction. The uh, the Rams might finish fourth, I reckon. Ooh. In the, in the, in the division. I just, you know, I just, I, it's, it's been a while that they haven't crashed and burned and been bad, and sometimes it just happens. So, I don't know if anybody got that, but that sounded like the advert for the contactless payment. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I don't know, Lee. I just watch American adverts on Game Pass now, so I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Right, Gareth. All right. So- do we, yeah, go on, guys. Give us an offensive one. Bold offensive. I'll keep going with the team ones, and then I've got a few individual okay. ones. Uh, we will be top five offense and defense. Is that bold? Ooh, I don't think that's that bold. No, I don't think it is either. I'll agree with you, and I'll cross that one off my list, Gareth. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's wrong. I, I just don't think it's bold. <laughs> No, I don't think ah. it's bold because we we have been a top five defense for for a while now. Yeah, um, but it's it to be both. Be both, yeah. But, the top five offense. We, I don't think many. Yeah, I don't know. I think when you know when when Jimmy was was not injured in 2019, we we were up there. So um, I don't think that's that bold. I'd say if if you go top three, it's it's a little bolder. Yeah, yeah, I did think about that. I did think of top top one, but um, I think that's a that's oh, a big it's a big it's ask big for Miko Ryan's to to produce the number one defense in his first season. Oh, okay, yeah, well that's, that's that, that you know it's not that bold. Uh, how about we will lead the league in sacks? The, uh, yeah, See, I, as as a team stat. I think it's definitely sellable. I don't think it's that bold either. Um, uh, <laughs> There's definitely oh, poor, poor it's, it's, it's an easy no. I mean, it's it's an easy sell. I, obviously, we're all biased, so we're called you know. But I think the return of Bosa and Abukam and Ford and you know Armstead and Kinlow second year, you know, it, it it's you don't have to squint to see it. Do you? It's very much possible. 
So I'm going to jump in here because I've got a I've got a bold prediction that kind of matches up with what Gareth is saying, um, and oh. I think it's perfect time to do this one. Mm-hmm. So my my one of my bold predictions is Yvonne Kinlaw to have twelve plus sacks. Oh, that's no, that, bold. No, that's bold because from from the interior, that's hard to do. Mm. It, it is, but remember, boss is back. Boss is going to get doubled. Yeah. yeah. If we have D Ford on on third downs and we've got Armstead there, I think yeah. Kinlaw's just going to bother the opposing so uh, offensive lines. So you're basically saying Kinlaw is just going to fill Buckner's shoes this year already. Yes. Yeah. Which would be which would be awesome. Yeah. I yeah I like it. That's that's cool. Mm. We're going to have the best defense league because my bold prediction is Borsa is going to lead the NFL in sacks. So if you've got Kinlaw getting a lord, I've got Borsa getting a lord. I can't see anyone scoring yeah. points against us, lads. We're all right. Yeah, yeah we, we're, right. Good. we're good. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to jump in again. <laughs> right. With what Paul's just said, nobody's going to score any points against against us. I have another bold prediction that matches Ooh. that. Yeah. Oh. So, so my next bold prediction is. No team will score more than 21 points against us all season. Wow, now no, that's very, very bold. Oh. Um, that is very bold, especially in this league, right? Such a pass-happy offensive, happy league. 21 oh. points is easy. Oh. It's free touchdown. <laughs> yeah. I've got a couple, I got a couple that are similar. Um, I've got, we will shut out a team this year. Nice. Yeah, hard to That's do too. Very hard fun. to do. Uh, Just where we get the next show, the Lions preview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've also got that we will hold, uh, uh, in three games, we will hold teams to two scores or less. So 14 like at most. Yeah, I, I kind of had a similar one I've been toying about um, because I remember that one year where we basically didn't allow a rushing touchdown until like something like week 16 or 17. I don't know if you remember that. It was the uh, Patrick Willis years. Uh, and I had I had the bold prediction that we will be the last team to allow a passing touchdown in the league. Ooh. Whenever that, that happens. That is bold. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I, just, I, that, have, I, mean. I have I have a lot of confidence in our secondary, especially with our D-line, I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be very hard to pass the ball on this. Um, so, yeah. So, do you think there it you will go. be Alan Rodgers will be the, the first passing touchdown? Potentially, yeah. Yeah, week three. Um, I was going to say, I it's, it think... sounds bold until you realise we've got Detroit and the Eagles. And then you're like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Easily doable. But it, could, it, it could even be up to, you know, if, if we manage to make Aaron Rodgers' life miserable once again. It could be up to the, the Cardinals game in October, you know. Because I also don't think the Seahawks are going to be good. But um, more on that in a, in a, in a preview later. Um, yeah, it could, it could be, you know, week four, week five. Stopping Wilson to score touchdown is hard, but yeah. There we go. That's it for my team predictions. I've got a few personal player predictions as well. But any, anyone else got team stuff? Um, yeah, so I've, I've got one more team one, and that's that we go undefeated. Yeah. 20 and 0. Undefeated. 20, oh, right. We don't lose a single game. Yeah. Nice. That would uh, that'd be extremely impressive, I think. Mm. 
since 72 is a record, isn't it? So it's, it's been a while. Nobody's done it. Um, Just think of all those four aged Dolphins players that don't get to pop their champagne uh, week yeah. eight, week nine, like they do every year. I'm glad you said champagne. I wonder where you're going with that um, statement. <laughs> Do they don't get the pop to what? See, I was going to um, echo what Nadji said when he said about the Rams. I think it's not bold in some regards. I think we'll go from worst to first, jumping on what Lee said there, the 20, you know. You, you just see the confidence. You see everything. It, it's funny when you talk to other people, like so you've mentioned Rogers there, Nadji. I did a live fantasy draft on Friday night. And my good pal, who just loves Aaron Rodgers, was actually dismissive of Nick Bosa. And I was sat there and I was thinking, I know you've had a few beers, but I was like, are you genuinely telling me that Rodgers is going to come in week three and not be worried about Bosa? He was like, nah, I just think he's height over hype and I don't think he's that good. And I've been watching the, the stuff on YouTube and Game Pass and I was like, Nick Bosa's going to have a field there and I cannot wait till he plants that flag in the Levi Stadium on week three. And it's going to be epic. And I will be texting him and putting it in the group late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Bakhtiari, the uh, Packers left guard. He's, out, isn't he? yeah, oh, he's, he's on IR, yeah. so he's not back until yeah. week seven, is he? So. And they've lost Corey Kingsley. They, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty, I reckon. Like Lee said, Alex Mack. The introduction of him is going to be just a big factor, and the. the the confidence we've got, we've, we said it in the last couple of shows, you know, Kyle's got the pieces he wants, we're going to run that ball, we've got our identity, and I just, I was the same as you, Gareth, I did think we were going to be up there for a top offence and defence. Now, most people will be not surprised with the defence, but I think we're underrated from an offensive point of view. I quite like that. I've, I've seen it today, some people think the Rams are going to walk our division. Some people have said, we're going to struggle to get in, we're going to go in on a wild card. I just don't know what they're watching. Something different to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're a little bit of an unknown quantity again. People have kind of forgotten us and thought our uh, Super Bowl one was just a you know a fluke. Occasionally, a team comes yeah. from nowhere, gets to the Super Bowl, and vanishes again. Um, and I think a lot of people have have overhyped the quarterback controversy and think the whole team's unsettled and it's not going to work and and have just forgotten about the players that we've got. So good. I'm, right. being I'm, I'm going to jump in again yeah. because that, that works perfect for me for my right. first individual right. um, ball prediction. I, I had I had one one more team one. Yeah, it can, it's kind of a team one. Uh, I th- I think Kyle Shanahan's going to win uh, Coach of the Year. I, it's not that bold, but it, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. So so back to the quarterback uh, controversy. Um, that Gareth just mentioned there. My first individual player, actually, we've already given that one, that was Kinlaw, but uh, my first individual player on offense, ball prediction, is Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be MVP. Oh, wow. That, that is bold. That, that redefines bold, I think. That is bold. Neil yeah. Watson is jumping up and down for joy somewhere in Scotland at this moment <laughs> in Tarnley, and I love He's it. even yeah. contemplating having a fireball. <laughs> do it. Whatever time it is, Neil, do it. Um, yeah, that is bold. Um, that would mean, yeah, that would mean something like 50 touchdowns or something like that, right? Well, that ties in, Nadji Lee, with one of my individual bold predictions. I don't think Trey Lance is starting a game this season for us when I've looked at it. If Jimmy stays healthy and plays like Lee said, their MVP level, 
I think he'll come in for some series, as Kyle said. But if Jimmy mm-hmm. plays at the level Lee's just said there, I don't believe Trellant starts a game for us this season. And I think we'll find like that will start a game before Lance. Yeah, no, I definitely that's not bold at all. That's definitely no, gonna no. happen. I just had to yeah. throw that in because he's your new man crush Nadji, you know. All pro Fred, it's got competition. It it definitely does. Uh, yeah, no, I like that though. I like I like the prediction that Lance will not start a single game. That's that's really cool. Um, and I kind of agree. I hope it happens because that means Jimmy is playing out of his mind, and we need that. I think, and it is, it's definitely possible. He's shown it. I just want him to to have a slightly better season than 2019 because in 2019 he took so much criticism. Um, and I think partly because his stats went show off. You know, I think mm-hmm. if he had been at 4,500 and a few more and definitely less interception, uh, people would have never said, oh, that pass to Emmanuel Sanders was overthrown. You know, it, it's all in, in context. And yeah, that would be cool, though. That would be super cool. If if he has a, you know, four and a half, five thousand yard season, yeah, 36 plus touchdown uh, next to <laughs> next to no picks. Are you yeah, going to tweet uh, that one out, Lee? Are you going to tweet your prediction out on the group on Twitter? Because I'd love to see Twitter going to meltdown when you announce Jimmy G is yeah, the that. MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I might cool. do it. I might do it a few days after after we uh, release the podcast. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be good. Yeah, it'd be definitely good. I think the the only thing that that stops me supporting that is it. it you know, clearly it's going to be Dante Johnson as as league MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with uh, um, 17 picks, one per game. I've got a a couple of uh, quarterback-related predictions. Uh, Have you you got any QB ones, Nagy? No, no, no. I stayed away from the QBs considering what I've done to Robbie last year. I'll take whatever they give me this year. I'm I'm happy about that. You can give us a prediction about Matt Stafford if you want. Yeah, I can do that. Matt Matt Stafford will... yeah, Matt Stafford will definitely throw more than ten picks. Um, no, I, uh, I'm I'm going to park behind Paul on this one and support him on that prediction because I like it. I like the fact that Trey Lance is not going to start. Um, that's great. Well, I'll, uh, this, this doesn't contradict that, but it's sort of you know slightly at the opposite end of the scale. Uh, my first is oh, I think Trey Lance will get a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Before the bye week. Oh, hold on. When's the bye week? When's the bye week? Just before the Colts, right? Mm, Yeah, week six. Week six is our bye week. Five, six, six. Oh, wow. I like that. That's cool. And that was, I'm denied about that, but because obviously there is a chance he he may not even even play Sunday. So I'm I'm sticking with that, though I might stretch it to, uh, I can see it being a two point conversion rather than a touchdown. Oh, oh. So Jalen Hurd is a candidate for IR. Oh, you serious? Knee injury. So so this is going to be a short term IR. So this will be what is it? Yeah, three three weeks? weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean that that's just come up in the last two minutes there. Um yeah. from Matt Mioko. Yeah, so that, that's a little bit disappointing. Um, really looking forward to seeing him line up against the Lions on Sunday. Never mind. Yeah, yep, never mind. Um, I think he's reaching the... Uh, we can talk about it during the, uh, the Lions preview, but I think he's reaching the end of the road if he can't suit up. Yeah. 
So yeah. my uh, yeah, my second QB related one is at some point during the season, uh, Jimmy will throw a touchdown pass to Trey Lance or vice versa. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Again, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to happen in the Vikings game, Gareth. It's going to happen in the Vikings game, like the trick play of the Saints game, and you'll be there to celebrate with a fireball for us all. I yeah. love that prediction, mate. That's class. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's hope so. That'll be that, if we start having two QBs on the field at the same time, it'd be a it'd be a ton of fun. Um, doesn't usually go well. I have a vision of Joe Flacco and uh, can't remember the Bears Cutler just not you know lining up on the sideline and doing nothing. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Saints have made it work for a few years, haven't they? So yeah, they did. They did. You know, different situation. I know different different sort of players, but. Almost did in in a Super Bowl, didn't it? So. <laughs> to be fair, Gareth, Trey's your boy. So if you're calling mm. that, I'm fully behind that. I'd love to see that. That would oh, be I'd brilliant. Love to see that too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I I think I'd rather Trey Lance to Jimmy rather than Jimmy to Trey Lance because that I would thought, be. Uh, I thought that might be interesting if Trey Lance's first touchdown passes to Jimmy G. That'd be Jimmy, uh, okay. a certain nice nice ring to that. So. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got some for for offensive players and and one for a defensive player. So, unless anyone wants to leap in with anything else, no, no. no go for it, Matt. Go go for it. Well, I I can't leave him out. It's got to be one for all pro Fred. Uh, Fred will get at least five interceptions and at least five sacks. I like it. Uh-huh. I'm not disagreeing with that, Nachi. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's fault, but, you know, I don't know what his sack total is before, but I think we've seen D'Amico Ryans is, is going to blitz a lot more, and I think the defence is going to be aggressive, and we've got to be prepared. We'll give up a big play here and there, fine, but uh, I think this new aggressive approach, um, is there's someone like Fred is going to be hunting down flushed quarterbacks behind the line of scrimmage and, and getting some sacks to his name. Let's hope so. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Any other uh, all pro Fred related ones? No. Uh, I was going to say he was going to top his his number of picks uh, that he had last year, which I can't remember what it is, but I think he's going to he's going to get more this year. Yeah, I think you got three. Uh, was it? Yeah, maybe. I could find out. Um, I think he's I think he's going to have more, um, just because the way the league is going, I think. Having linebackers like Fred that can cover is it's so, so such a difference maker and that's gonna show this year. So there you go. I think I think it's More epic Freds. that we've got all pro Freds and I think when we were all preparing for this, we've all looked at Borsa and we've looked at D Ford and, and you so, so you forget, but his contract signed, leader in the locker room. Mm. Like you said, Nadji, he's, he's he's heading into this season, you know, the contract's done, so he doesn't have to worry about playing for a contract. He knows he's here. He knows the team are behind him. And like you said, I think yep. it's set up for him to go out and dominate. That said, Dolly, I do think so Nick he only Bosa's... Got, he only got two. Sorry, I'm jumping in. He only got two. So I'll say he'll, he'll double it. So he'll get at least four. There you go. That's good. That's close. That's close enough. Come on, what are you going to say about Bosa? I was just going to say he's my bold prediction, but it's not bold because everyone will probably say it. They've seen it. I think he's going to win the defensive player of the year. I think he's just going to come back 
and he's just going to be even better than he was in his rookie year. I think he's just going to blow all the records out of the water. And for me, he's going to be the defensive player of the year, which nice. on a team of all pro Fred is yeah. for me. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Comeback player of the year as well. Yeah, well, I was I was debating going for the um, yeah, I was, I was debating. And well, coming, coming to the end, my uh, my final ones are uh, players that will get a thousand yard season: uh, Kittle, Mostert, and Ayuk. All three Ooh. of them. Mostert with thousand yard. That's but, uh, remember what I said. All you, all you need is fifty nine yards a game, and even with other people carrying the load, I think he's he's. He gets those chunk plays, 20 yards, oh, 30 yeah. yards. Yeah. You only need 59 yards a game to get a 1,000-yard season. So, yeah. The last night yeah, 17 back games, up so. 1,000 yards was Carlos Hyde back in 2016. Oh, it's been a while. 2015. One, one of the seasons. I mean, I, Carlos I, Hyde as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will, and, and other running backs will be getting good. Good, good yardages as well. But yeah, I think uh, uh, it's set up to pull a defence left, right, and create those holes that Moster just—he's gone. So I can see yeah. him getting something stupid, you know, a hundred yards off eight carries because uh, yeah. other people's doing the doing some of the misdirection and carrying some of the load. I'd I'd agree with you there, Gareth. Like you said, I mean, Dan Campbell, the Lions has already come out and said. I mean, we'll touch upon it in the preview show that Kyle's got his toys and there's going to be a lot of jet sweeps, misdirection. I think Trey Sermon as well, Gareth, you can add him to the list for me for a bold prediction. I think he'll get over a thousand yards a season. So I think oh, it's that, just going that's, to be. That's very, very, that's very, very yeah, bold. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. He's wanted that's to up the ante and I was prepping this afternoon and I thought, looking at it, I think Trey Sermon's going to get a thousand or more yards. Like nice. Gareth said there, nice. 59 yards a game and if the... They're going to be rotating players in and out. There's going to be certain aspects. Teams are going to have to pl- plan for Jimmy and for Lance. We've already yeah. said we're going to run the ball. That's what Carl wants to do. But I'm, I'm, I'm loving the confidence, boys. It's, it's getting me right <laughs> fired up. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good because I, I had one kind of one, which is that Trey Simon would have more yards than, than most are. Um, so, yeah. So, maybe... Raheem would have a thousand and Trey Sermon would have a thousand and one. <laughs> that would be <laughs> ridiculous. But no, if it, if, yeah, that that was my bold prediction that uh, Trey Sermon will, would would have more yards than than Raheem Mostert. Because um, I kind of agree with you, Lee. I think he'll start eventually. I don't know if it'll be as soon as what you said, but um, I think eventually it'll be a lead back. Yeah. So I think Paul must have been um, reading my mind when he said up the ante there. So going back to Gareth's, Gareth's prediction, George Kittler at 1,000 yards, I'll yeah. see those 1,000 yards and I'll raise them by 700-plus yards. Ooh. I think George Kittler is going to have 1,700 yards plus. Wow. 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 That's that's crazy. <laughs> With the amount of weapons we have, that's, that's, that's very high. But, he, you know, I think he... He kind of needs to assert in the fact that he's the best tight end in a game. Yeah. And uh, Kelsey is is old news at this time. So uh, that would be one way to do it, right? Mm. Nothing to do with the fact that we've all got Kittle jerseys, Lee. Nothing at all to do with that. 
but I will be wearing one of my two Kittle jerseys. <laughs> right, do we have any more bold predictions? I think Ayuk will have a breakout season this year. I think he's going to get over 1,200 receiving yards. And that was actually one of the least of my bold predictions when I was preparing. But I know we're going to be run heavy, but we're going to be passing in the air as well. And I think Ayuk, from what I've seen in training camp, from the things I've read, I think it's set up for him to... He showed glimpses last year, didn't he? We all remember that mm. touchdown when he leapt over the defender and yeah. we were all excited yeah. about him. I know Gareth's nervous with him being the uh, official punt receiver. So, mm. obviously, fingers crossed that that works out for us. But, yeah, that's the last of mine, Lee. So, if anyone else has got any you want to add to the I list. I had one more... Um... And it's somebody we haven't mentioned yet. That's Debo. And uh, I, um, I don't think it's, I don't know, I'm not sure it's bold, uh, but he will be leading uh, breaking tackles uh, in the league. He'll be the breaking tackle leader. Yeah, but I think, I think Debo does it better than, than George. Uh, and I think people know about George now. So, uh, so yeah, there we go. Right. Fantastic. Those were definitely some very bold predictions. Um, I mm-hmm. hope everybody enjoys listening to those. I'm going to go to laugh at how, how crazy we are. <laughs> I'm wondering what we're all drinking tonight to, to come up with half of those bold predictions. Um, so, fantastic. Thank you guys for joining me once again. You're no welcome. worries. Thank you. Can't, can't wait. No, I mean, yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I'm just so excited. Excited for just, just tomorrow. <laughs> Football is back tomorrow. It is. It is. right thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Fearful UK until next time stay safe and go Niners go Niners go Niners Deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget.